0: people deluded i'm back again thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time as usual it's always appreciative and i appreciate all the support you lot give me obviously with the tuesday and friday podcast obviously make sure you're following on spotify apple subscribing on youtube for you free lady freeloaders apologies if you don't already on that obviously make sure you're subscribed on youtube make sure you're subscribed on twitch deluded guna make sure you're following on all the instas and that one love to everybody that all the other socials one love to everybody who's um you know purchasing their dg merch and things like that all information and all informations are in the are in the description or if you're on youtube they should be in the live chat or something of some sort or in the description as well Apologies, people I promise you I've got way more energy it's very early in the morning it's 5 30 at this moment in time I've got a lot of things to do so I need to make this thing happen now I hope everybody's doing well and safe and like I said welcome back to another edition of the deluded podcast the dg podcast the really and truly podcast you lot make this what it is and it's actually one of my favorite pieces of content that I do to make because I know sadly we have to speak about my club but we speak more about generally general stuff so what other things can I say, people? Welcome to the first podcast of the season. Obviously, game week one has gone. There's 37 more to go. So if you've won, it's important to not get complacent. If you've lost, forgive yourself, learn your lessons and apply yourself. I definitely hope Arsenal are because it's Armageddon settings, in my opinion, you know, we're dining in hell for me. I don't know. Going into this season, it's not like the pre. It's not like the fixture calendar. You know, comes out a week before the game, so we know who we're playing. We know the runoff games. We know what happened our, with Arsenal last season. We know we need signings. We need in goings. We need out goings. But for me, for the people that are going to be there, for the culture stuff that are going to be there, I would have loved to have seen a change in mentality, a change in desire. Because for me, well, not even for me. Last season, we finished eighth again everyone should stand up to be counted. Forget the club, forget the fans, forget the gaffer. For me, personally, if I'm a player, whether I'm from this country or wherever, and I'm playing for Arsenal, I don't want to be, you know, when I think of Arsenal historically, you think of invincible, winning through harmony, winning, greatness, innovation with Arsene Wenger. And, you know, the many great players and people that have walked through the doors, Thierry Henry, Patrick Vieira, Dennis Bergkamp, Thierry Henry, um, so good I have to say it twice, Arsene Wenger, you know, you know, um, George Graham, David Dean, all of the these we can get keep going. When you think of Arsenal right now, you don't think of any of the owners or advisors or things on that level. You definitely don't think of it with the players. I'm not asking these players to be the invincibles. I'm asking for a change in mentality. I'm asking for accountability because do you not feel shame? I know not one man can change it, but do you not feel embarrassment being part of you know, because you are part of a consistent Arsenal side, consistently reactive, consistently inconsistent, consistently failing, you are part of a, a groundbreaking team, it's just not the records being smashed for great reasons, you're part of an Arsenal team that can't score, can't create, can't hold leads, can't win, everybody fancies because you look like little boys in a, in a boxing or fighting match with grown men, you know, not ready for this thing, and for me, do you not feel embarrassed, is it not embarrassing, like, you know, you're part of groundbreaking new statistics, one of the, you know, some of you have been part of the first arsenal team to crash out in europe in 20 plus years finish eighth all these all, all other madnesses and i personally i don't like embarrassment i would feel embarrassed that my name is attached to this like you know years from now when men are looking back on premier league years people are just going to remember your names and i feel sorry for the sackers the smith Rose, the t couple of the coming incomings to be fair with you because they're in they're involved in a mess and i at, at, at arsenal you know for me anyways it's the players that have been here for two minutes, whether they've come through the academy or recently been bought. Tini ain't been here that long. Gabriel's not been here that long. Partey's not been here that long. I give a blight to the Lacongas, the Ben Whites and all the obvious recruitments this summer. But obviously, some of them are not caught up to task. And it's like we're not built. We I don't know what we tried to delude ourselves with going into the start of the season because we didn't look ready. You didn't match the energy of the 12th man with Brentford for beyond everything. And to be fair, I don't think Brentford are gonna have many easier games than that game they played against Arsenal. Do not get it twisted. As I said in the review at the time, you know, I admire Brentford. I think they pressed well. You know, Ivan Tony did a number, Mbabu worked, done a number, Kanos did a number, the front line pressed very well. They won their everyone won their individual battles. There was a unit, there was galvanization, they got forward, you know, they clearly worked on something. Arsenal's a very naive side. Their team that's just been promoted from the championship street smart naive you can see how we can get hoodwinked and shortchanged it's like in ends when you know some bookie people try to offer you a phone and then you know that you're on on the street on a random one if you're from london you know what i mean you buy the phone it ends up being some water in it and things this is real stories because it has happened to folks you know just con men and getting swindled you know that's all i think they had to do you could see what Brentford were on, with respect, they're not, it's the worst Arsenal team, but they're not going to, They Brentford can play ball, but they're not going to try and outball us, that's not their strength, they won their individual battles, they, uh, you know, they they listened to their game plan, they played on the 12th, man, you know, clearly they knew Arsenal was frail defensively, because, you know, you saw the number of long cross, long throws that were going into the box, Ethan Pinnick and then Yannison, I'm not going to go over the goals, because there's, the goals Arsenal conceded They don't—they have no place On Sunday League At Hackney Marshes Or Enfield Playing Fields Or Market Road Let alone um, At Brentford The new home of a Premier League of, of a Premier League club It don't make no sense We couldn't match them You know And that's the problem With Arsenal You know The 12th man with Brentford Were fantastic The gaffer was fantastic You know Everyone was fantastic We couldn't match it We couldn't match it You know The minimum it, The minimum requirement Is maximum effort And you know I'm not going to say They didn't work hard But it, it I didn't see, I felt sorry for the young players, it's a good test for Balogun etc physically, but the senior players were nowhere to be seen, you know, Marie and Leno are shaky, Chambers was shaky, I tell you lot, these are not strong foundations, you lot gas Marie to the high heavens, I'm not saying he's a bad player, he's limited, when it's crunch time you can't rely on these man, I tell you lot you need a right back, and I know some of you agree, but some of you are like Chambers can do it for 38 games, no he can't. He can do a job, but there'll be games where he evidently looks like a centre-half at right-back. Ben White, I feel sorry for him. He's part of a, of a mess. You know, He t- terrible defensively on the night, but he's part of a mess. You know, you look to your left, you've got Marie behind you. You've got Leno, who gives no real confidence. Um, and you've got Chambers, you know. That I, Again, I've tactically reviewed the game and all of these sort of things, so you lot can go back. But the only way, word I can say to put it nicely is just naiveties. And what kills me the most is take nothing away from Brentford, but it's like, when Arsenal lose, it's, it's, you find yourself just speaking a, a lot about self-imploding. Like, we self-imploded. Again, take nothing away from Brentford. But what really annoys me as an Arsenal fan, you know, I don't like, I say it all the time, I don't like losing. But if we could sit here and say, Brentford played us off the park, they showed us why they got promoted. What can you say? You lost to the better individuals. And I'm not taking anything away from Brentford. I just feel we're handing games to them, you know. They exploited cheap mistakes. Like I, I said at the time of my review... Genuinely, I don't think that kit man has to wash them kits because they didn't have to work. Put them, put them, hang them back up, and they could play with them next week. You know, I don't think there's any mud. I don't think any sweat was drawn. You know, I don't think anything. They should have handed. They, they would have been the perfect kits to give to their Brentford fans and, and little kids in this in the ground because they're not they're free from sweat and whatever. So congratulations to Brentford. They worked for it. They deserved it. It was a fantastic moment for the club. But obviously, there's 37 other games, so there's a lot to be said for Arsenal. It doesn't get any easier, does? You, you cannot beat the playoff champions How are you going to beat the European champions Then how are you going to beat this the domestic champions That's what you've got Then after that You've got a promoted side In Norwich Forgive me if I'm wrong They played very well Against Liverpool Scoreline or not They actually played Better football Based on that game than not They actually had a goal Against Liverpool Where us We won't have a goal Lose by that same scoreline And look for excuses We've got the North London Derby And if that was played tomorrow Much like when we played them In pre-season We're done at it You know So it's not a good start To the season From an Arsenal perspective And you know Players had their heads Buried in the sand Nobody looked like They came here on a mission Or really understanding Just how far behind Arsenal are the journey Arsenal need to go on and the pace Arsenal need to go on. If we're in a tunnel. You know, we ain't got a flashlight, but we can see light at the end of the tunnel. You lot have to want to m- move along that path. A couple people are turning back. Certain men are scared, so they're just sitting down. People are turning crazy because they've seen darkness for so long. Certain men just don't know what the hell's going on. Either way, it's fractured. Obviously, our case wasn't helped with the missings of Abamian and Lacazette, but let's be real with ourselves. I definitely feel they would have helped in that game. We could have done with Aubameyang's pace and Lacazette's list. but there's times where they've been on the pitch together or they've been on the pitch and the same results happen and I just feel as football fans more so as Arsenal fans it's always the individuals that are not involved that are the ones that that are the messiahs I'm not saying I'm not trying to get at them we're wishing whatever Aubameyang and Lacazette are going through and anyone else I'm wishing them a speedy recovery obviously as I said you know Arsenal's losses Brentford's game what more can you ask for you know they picked up Arsenal picked up where they left off in the negative sense Brentford picked up where they left off at the end of their last season you know as I said they played very well they scored two goals I, I I would dare to imagine more most importantly for that gaffer away from the three points and the win and doing it in front of their fans, man's kept a clean sheet. There's something to build upon there. This is what I'm saying. The people are walking away with a clean sheet. You've got a 70 million pound man. You've got Saka off the bench. You've got Smith Road there. You've got this young striker, Balogun. You know, you've got Tierney bombing down the left-hand side. How you have not asked any real questions of that team, I don't know, or any sustained pressure, I don't know. You're on it for 10 minutes, the first 10, and it's like Brentford clock. These men are shit, you know. Pardon my language. Let's get on to them. So, yeah, man, enough with being an Arsenal fan and the therapy with that in it. I had to start with that. Let's get into better news. If you're a Man United fan, you're laughing. You're laughing because you started the season well. You're laughing because Pogba's putting egg on faces and Souness just won't shut up about him. You know, you're laughing because, again, you got a rivalry against Leeds. Manchester United 5, Leeds 1. I mean, it was a good start to the Premier League first game week. I feel all the games were good. When I removed my Arsenal emotion... Maybe not from an Arsenal perspective, but Brentford versus Arsenal must have been a decent watch. Um, And I feel Man United picked up where they left off. You know, the only criticism you could say with Man United is take nothing away from form. Well, the only Arsenal-related player that's done anything this week. Take nothing away from Luke Ayling's strike. What a goal that was from him. But no clean sheet. And when you're scoring five, you should. You know, Bruno Fernandes... You know, I still think there's a lot of development to do because if he's not scoring, he's not necessarily playing well. As you saw with the Euros, you know, certain things you get away with in the Prem, you can't get away with in Champions League or Europe and all these elite levels. So I do think... Bruno needs to offer a bit more away from just scoring but I mean he's fantastic at what he does and love for, for, for making sure my FPL side gets off to a flying start, I mean Bruno's a joke of a footballer, I can't understand some of the slant- slander he gets, I do think his IQ, it's not that it's low, it's just I do think he loses the ball a lot, I do think he unbalances some midfields like you see with Portugal, I actually feel United's midfield potentially, they found balance with Pogba coming off the flanks and, and Bruno there but they could be better balance found and I'm sure Man United fans would like to upgrade on either one or both of the fred and mctominay pivot behind bruno um it worked in it you know pogba four assists shuts people up i mean he's one off williams smith row for last season which further highlights the lack of creativity or lack of emphasis on creating finishing or just attempting to score chances at arsenal but you know pogba four assists bruno fernandez hat trick lovely goals as well man like I know he scored a couple of lovely ones, but I think the one where, did Pogba play? I can't even remember, but the ball over the top, he's made a run and he's absolutely smashed it. Like, he deserved his hat-trick. You know, for me personally, I said at the time, it's unfortunate when Pogba gets four assists and, you know, Jaden Sanjos made his debut and Bruno's got a hat-trick, I felt... Greenwood, you know, Greenwood away... I can't really say he's man of the match because Demlock did a madness, but I feel from start to finish, he was good through that middle. I think he should have had an assist for Pogba. Pogba should have been on the score sheet between him and myself, Stephen Bird's right, with some tappings. I scored for my team on the weekend, so at least I did a thing. But I feel Greenwood was very good in what he did. I actually feel Wambasaka was good going forward. Literally... He looked like he had the same tape and boots as Pogba and it just looked like whatever Pogba was on, wan just said, F it, I'm on this as well. Um, obviously, United and Jaden came off the bench, Can't not, nothing of anything in that performance, he weren't on long enough. Rafael Rafa, Rafa Varane was announced and whatnot and you saw him get a standing ovation, it was a good game from United, I feel Leeds... I feel they were so naive, like that midfield, you know, I, I thought someone was going to get, Rodrigo was going to, not that he's playing bad, but I thought he was going to get clipped in the first half, because, you know, United were quality, they attacked with intent, they were good defensively, they did their thing, but from a Leeds perspective, they looked so naive, like the amount of balls they were losing in the middle, couple times, like even Rafinha, like, he should have scored, but there was one chance, he's on the right wing, he's played a pass back, and then I think I can't remember it might have been Greenwood he's pressed it and it's hit the Leeds man it's almost trickled on under Millier Millier's distribution he's a young man he's a bit shaky I think Leeds were a bit still in holiday camp and at times I genuinely thought it was going to be more than 5-1 just because United are hungry lions and you lot are wounded slaughtered, slaughtered animals right now and United are eating you know Pogba's made Pogba and Bruno have made sure the fantasy leagues out there are eating Greenwood have said yo listen I'm trying to go World Cup you lot know my opinions on Greenwood you know I, I I think Greenwood should have went to the Euros regardless of that form. You know, for me, Greenwood, Saka, Foden, I'm missing out a couple names, but these sort of guys are the guys you've got to build around. And I think Greenwood is going to show that. Um so interested to see him get a couple of more opportunities playing through the middle and i really like how he adapted with it because obviously he's not physically stronger than them Leeds man he put himself about but he outsmarted them he worked the channels he dropped in he looked for the one twos when he could dribble drib mason greenwood's a baller man he can play everywhere obviously you want to see him define himself in a couple of years but i don't think it's that deep because you know you look at folden folden can play deep lying cam you know as a sit uh, probably as a 8 as a 10 in a City team, he probably play the holding role because there's not probably too much defending and obviously he can play off the flanks and, you know, Foden's one of them guys that, and unquote probably plays a false nine under um, um, Pep. So, I don't think Greenwood needs to nail down a position yet. I think there's education that can be done behind the striker, on the left, on the right. For me, his most education will be served in a position I see him playing in the future, which is through the middle. Um, and I think it was a good lesson for him with Leeds because it's like he tried his, with his back to go and then he clocked, that's not the thing. As I said, the main thing for me is I couldn't understand how many passes. Like, Leeds were quite careless with the ball. And I genuinely think Leeds are lucky United didn't do what they did to Southampton. Or was it Southampton last year against these men? Or what Leicester did? Or was it both of them? I don't even know. But terrific performance from Man United. You start as you mean to go on. For me, I don't know if Man United can... can can sustain a title challenge But you have to throw them into that You know, again For me You can't really look past City um, I think Chelsea might do a thing. I think Chelsea I'll kind of cover Chelsea in a bit But I think, you know They're they can be in comparison to them winning the league I think they can be their worst enemies the same go for United you know you have to look at the manager in com- he finished second but in comparison to the other guys I don't think you can talk to them obviously there was a lot of things set up for United in this in this game So, but I still think they have to you know you've got Pogba who's an inexpensive player Wan-Bissaka Jadon Sancho's coming in. he didn't cost a pretty penny Varane's there now you've got mentality you know I think United need to challenge for the league I didn't say they should win it I think they should challenge and I know they finished second last year, And I know real United fans would agree, you know, second, it's not that it was a false image, because other people were messing about, and they exploited it, but they're probably punching to get second, you know, I, I'll probably want, and I'm sure they'd agree with that, so I expect to see a more consistent man United and stuff, you know, all United need to do is start games like they did in, it's not easy, it's 38 games, but... One of United's problem was keeping clean sheets, conceding cheap goals. They would always concede cheap goals unnecessarily, especially sometimes at the start of games. If they cut that out, then the world's your oyster. And it probably, do you know what? They probably will fall short. I don't really believe in their midfield options, uh, specifically the people who play in the the roles of of... of Fred and, and, and Scott McTominay, even though McTominay was good against Leeds. A couple of injuries, United might be in trouble, but, uh, you know, their firepower, you can't not say they're, in, they're not in a title race. Speaking of title races, commiserations to Patrick Vieira, because he lost his first game in charge in the Premier League for Crystal Palace. You know, Palace, uh, you know, for me, at this moment in time, things can change. I think Palace are in a relegation battle. I think Southampton, depending on if their strikers are able to be clinical, could find themselves in such. Um, Obviously, you can't look past, you know, Watford, Brentford. um, Who else got promoted? Watford, Brentford. I'll get it in a sec. It's missing. Watford, Brentford, Norwich. They're all going to have to be involved in that. Um, So it is what it is, you know, obviously against Chelsea. Chelsea, again, Chelsea's a team I think should be challenging for the league. The only problem I see with Chelsea is kind of what you saw in the Super Cup, how they've got great players. With Lukaku, they're going to be great players, but sometimes I don't feel they kill games off when they can. And like you see with the Villarreal one, you can claw back into it. If that's if Villarreal's a league game, you, Chelsea had a lot of dominance, but it would have been a point. I think these are the things Chelsea need to go into, but I can't look at... I think Chelsea are going to challenge for the league and they can, only them... Will will be the reasons they're not because they've got a fantastic manager, they've got a good system. Players understand it. You know, Lukaku's gonna score goals. Whatever you say about him, that's an evident area. You know, um, Chelsea fell in. You know, obviously injuries. You know, plan Bs, all of these things will become more prevalent as we go on in the season. But I think Chelsea could do a thing. And, you know, it was a bit of pre season vibes against Palace, if I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't have to be at much. Shout out to young um, Chalaba for scoring. Fantastic moment for him. Touching moment seeing him drop to his knees as well. And it's been a fantastic couple of weeks slash months. Probably was going to leave permanently or on loan. You know, showing his manager in pre season there's a role for me. Taking his chances. You know, look good in the Super Cup. Look good against Palace. Has looked good all pre season and he gives them a fantastic um, opportunity he can play in midfield where I'm sure he played large portions last season on loan can play at centre half homegrown talent who knows if he makes it there long term or not but you know it's a good look for him it's a very good look and it was a touching moment for him to score man Alonso scored an even better goal that was a fantastic goal from him Pulisic obviously wrapped it up in this in the second half but 3-0 three points clean sheet you know, no significant injuries, no problems, you know, Chelsea will be returning, welcoming back, well, he's actually returned to the club, they'll obviously be welcome, welcoming back um, Lukaku for, for the Arsenal clash, and obviously you've got Kante back, so yeah, pray for Arsenal people, it's, it's going to be peak next week in my humble opinion, and we'll talk about that stuff on Friday. As we prepare for, for the next week, people. So that's that where Chelsea are concerned. Leicester versus Wolves. Obviously, Wolves didn't really take any of their chances. I'm sure they had double figures for shots. They, I think they probably had more shots than Leicester. But Leicester did what they needed to do. You know, it's a fantastic... Fi- I don't know what's better, the assist or the finish, you know. Acrobatic finish from Vardy. In fact, that's not the right word. Instinctive finish. Get across the near post. Get something on it. And you might score tight angle. But that's what Jamie Vardy does. Very street smart. Very good striker. Premier League legend he's shown it in it Typical Jamie Vardy finish Fantastic assist by Pereira Good bit of skill Lovely cross It's a fantastic moment That's enough for, 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 for Leicester To get the three points You know That was four or five minutes Before half, half time So yeah Leicester walk away In the Midland, in the Midlands derby Leicester 1 Wolves 0 The post Nuno Espirito Santo Um, Season don't look too good right now Obviously as well Adama Traore and M-Product Are one of the worst marriages in in hell They got a divorce a long time ago And you know Bird's right And Pogba get away with theirs Because their team's won But I mean My word What a miss from Adama There was a lot of misses uh, Criminal misses I'm not going to lie Across the Premier League months um, Across the Premier League weeks Um, I actually forgot Spurs played City And you know I want to forget Because Arsenal didn't win But I mean You've got to give credit to Spurs Tottenham Hotspur won Manchester Manchester City Apologies nil Obviously Time will tell If that's you know A managerial bounce Or whatever But You have to give credit to Spurs First things first they, they, they matched City at what they could have. They had no interest in trying to Outpass City because they can't do that. They were rigid defensively. They were stubborn to break down. They rid their luck at times, but you know they defended well. They didn't give too much centrally. You know, on the counter attack slash down the sides is where Spurs has to have to exploit City, and I think they did that very well on the counter. They they looked like they could City could have scored, but they looked like they could have scored a couple. Fantastic goal from Sun. Terrible defending, I must say, in the build up to Sun's goal. But you know, Spurs deserved their points. Who needs Harry Kane? I hope Spurs fans are saying that, which I have seen so as you would expect which they clearly do need him like I said I don't know if it's managerial bounce the tactics just they wanted it more I think you just regardless you have to give Spurs their credit they did what they needed to do for me crucially they matched City in everything you know they tried to counter attack and City apart I'm not gonna lie for about 20 the opening 20 minutes it looked like City I won't say run riot but Spurs were probably respecting them a bit too much and then you know it's where it is and I think it's fantastic to have the fans back because I look at Brentford, Arsenal couldn't cope with the fans and I think City kind of struggled with the Spurs fans as much as it was a technical ability thing. Man to a man, Spurs were good, man, I can't lie. I think Tanganga, my man of the match, he held it up very well. You know, I actually think their center half did well. Obviously, Sun scored the goal, Dele Alli was decent. I don't know if skips levels, but I think he put a shift in. Birdshut put a shift in. Mora put a shift in. I think the front three especially, they put a serious shift in. You know, man to a man. For City, clearly, in my opinion, games like that, you need a striker in it. Grealish was decent, but obviously it wasn't 100 million decent. Sterling was wishy-washy. Mare's probably should have scored. Gundogan's got a little knock and and whatnot. Ake shaky. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if he's anything more than a squad player. I don't even know if he should still be at City. Mendy, shit. I can't lie to you. Pardon my language. Mendy's not good enough. I'm sorry. You can't be a team trying to get Champions League um, trophies and do what City's doing and have Mendy at left back. It's criminal. It's, it's a. It's appalling. It's. A, it's an absolute disgrace. Um, I actually think Ferran Torres looked all right in that. In that. In that middle row, he looks like he's getting stronger. But they need a striker, man. Sometimes you can't reinvent history, and you know it, it's you got to be careful of writing off City because people said they were this, that and the other Pep Guardiola finished this, that and the third and then, you know, did they not win the, the Carling Cup? They got to a Champions League final and obviously they won the league and, you know, a lot of conclusions. It, it definitely, I'm hoping as an Arsenal fan, I can't draw too many conclusions from the first week of the season, but... It don't, you know, certain things were not looking good and certain teams are looking better. Now, like I said, there was a lot of good games. Brentford versus Arsenal, sadly, you know. Spurs won. Manchester, United, Manchester City, apologies. I keep saying United. Obviously, we all know which Manchester club was serious first. Um, you know, the City Spurs game was good, Man United Leeds was good, Brentford Arsenal sadly was good. There were some very entertaining matches. Liverpool 3, um Norwich 0. Um you also had what's the other one? New um West Ham United as well. But before that, I mentioned Liverpool first. Mo Salah he looked serious man he got an assist I'm not going to lie that was one bugged assist it looked like a first touch you know Mo Salah got on the score sheet got an assist Yota got his first goal of the season super sub Bobby Firmino got on the score sheet you know commiserations to Norwich I think Norwich it was just a quality thing I think for large periods of the first half and, and actually the game I think they held it up they remained compact they actually tried to play football you know their left back played some good knocks Risica looked good you know I think they can well, did alright I think they tried to match Liverpool I think they made it as difficult as they could you know despite the fact that they've lost 3-0 you know I, I I don't think you can say much obviously you lose 3-0 it's always disappointment I think they handed them goals to them and showed their abilities but you know Liverpool really had to, to dig deep and really find that towards the end obviously it got a bit it, exhibition match for, for Liverpool there were some cute touches they was enjoying themselves but I look at when Arsenal lost at home by this exact scoreline um, last season If I was Norwich, I'd be happy, as much as you can be, I'd be happy with that performance. As an Arsenal fan, I'm not happy with mine because Norwich tried to win. I think Norwich tried to match Liverpool. They tried to focus on what Liverpool could do. They just didn't think just because we've been promoted and Liverpool are, you know not too long ago, champions Obviously, were going to respect them. They had that healthy respect for them, but they tried to play ball and knock it on the counter and stuff like that. And that Timiskas guy had a good game for Liverpool, but the last 20 in the first half or so, he's kind of struggling. You can see Milner give him a clap round the head when he's losing the ball cheaply. You know, there wasn't a defeative mindset from Norwich. Ultimately, they just came up short, really and truly. And, you know... If you, we all know what we're getting from Norwich. They play decent football, but whether they can stay up is another thing. You know, Billy Gilmore was decent in possession. I felt Rasika had some good flicks. I think their left back is it Janolis. He looked, de- he looked decent. No clue where they bought him, but he looks like a very attacking fullback. Max Arons, I can't lie. I think he's overrated. Um, I don't think he's as good as people make out, but I'd still love him at Arsenal and I still think he's decent. The question is for Norwich, what we, what we thought last year is that, you know, While it's commendable if you play a certain way, you need to be able to stay in the division. So, yeah, man, short and sweet, Liverpool 3-0, Norwich very good game. Newcastle 2, West Ham United 4-4, to West Ham people. What a game that was. Obviously, West Ham fought back. You know, Wilson, five minutes in, gave Newcastle United the lead. Before, obviously, Cresswell for West Ham United equalised. Murphy, who I believe, if I remember correctly, gave away a penalty, patterned up. Then obviously ben Rama, Antonio, and Sucek did what they needed to do, um, and obviously pattern up the game, pattern up the game for 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 Newcastle. It was a fantastic game. It was a really a good game for me to watch. Really, as truly um, for, at, from the opening day of the season, people. And you look at it, West Ham have scored scored more goals in that game than they did in their previous seven matchday Premier League games combined people. Apparently there's been 22 goals scored in Premier League matches between Newcastle and West Ham since Steve Bruce took over from the Magpies. Um, So yeah it's crazy. Um, Steve Bruce that was his 23rd season as a manager and that was the first time on his um, on the opening day his side has conceded 4 plus goals on the opening day of the season people. Um, And that was the first time for Newcastle since 2013-14 where Manchester City done the same. They also did such in 1959-60 where Spurs did that as well if you're old enough to remember that shout out the OGs out there um obviously uh, move, moving away from that crazy another crazy game Watford 3 Aston Villa um 2 you know Aston Villa started slowly and they were made to pay for it really and truly um you know not lovely moment from Watford's Chuch- Chucho Hernandez to score as well Ismail Assar was involved as well um John McGinn, what a good goal that was. Shout out to the yard man, Leon Bailey, for the assist. But that was a good goal. It's in vain. Ings obviously scored on his debut. It's three points for Watford on the opening day, which is good for any promoted side or any side in general like Arsenal. You know, two of the three promoted sides were able to get points. I, I think Villa struggled tactically. I think Brendia struggled in his role. I think Ming struggled all day. Target got stressed the fuck out, pardon my language, by Ishmael Assar. You know, Martinez looked shaky and he's always moaning with his teammates. His teammates were was moaning at him you know the midfield was wasn't really there from from villa they needed to just wake the hell up you know i can't lie you can kind of see why they want ward prowls in my humble opinion that like, they really struggled i just feel nori and watford apologies wanted it a lot more as well if i'm completely honest with you um so yeah man you know bit of a drama dramatic end to the game but you know five goal thriller watford three aston villa two Everton won three goals to one now I would like to say an apology first things first to Damari Gray and Townsend because I still think they're going to be flops of the season but they started off very well. What, I mean, Everton looked very good, you know. Richarlison, good finish. Decore is taking the mickey with that finish. You know, Wambas. i mean, not. Why do I keep saying random years? Random people. I'm looking at a Wambasaka picture right now because I was going to speak something about him, but that's for a vid. Um, Dominic Calvert Lewin, he scored a header and he did what he needed to do for my FPL. Commiserations to Adam Armstrong, just signed for, for, for Southampton from Blackburn. You know, like Tony, a lot of people are asking, can you do it in the league, in the biggest league? Scored, but to no avail. It don't really mean much. I mean, Michael. Keen, what is he doing on the ball for that goal, anyways? You know, again, that is what you call getting caught lacking. I don't know what you're doing on the first game of the Premier League season, it doesn't make sense, really and truly, does it? Um, you know, I don't think Holgate was that good, the evil at times. Um, Keen was atrocious at times, um, but ultimately, they did it, you know, they did enough. Like I said, the Mari Gray and Townsend looked very good, and I thought they would be shaky. Obviously, that whole front four, you know, and the midfield for Everton, they look good for, for Southampton. You know, Leave a mentor, had some good touches. Salisley was very poor for um, for for the for one of the goals they conceded. But they have to move, innit? I think Southampton could be in trouble if Shea Adams and Armstrong and Borgia and all these guys are not able to put the ball in the back of the net and all of those things. I genuinely think Southampton are in serious trouble because you need a striker. Same way Arsenal, we, we, we were ninth for goals. You know, goals win games. We were night for goals and output last season. How many... If, if our strikers or our teta was breeding creativity, how many free points could we have scumbagged? You know, it is what it is. How many points did Bruno Fernandes win for United? It's a bit of a... It's it's it's, it's a mad one, really and truly. You know, it really is a mad one. So we'll have, to, we'll have to genuinely see what is going on in that regards, man. We'll have to see. But, yeah, man. <laughs> you know? a bit of a mad thing sad one where's my articles gone people i was reading stuff out to you and sadly it's gone like i said i think south as i said at the start southampton palace watford norwich and brentford again i think one of the promoted sides will escape from that i hope it's brentford Um, but yeah there's serious there's serious issues i wouldn't mind Watford. there are london coley neighbors and whatnot but yeah a quick recap if you need one people as i said Brentford 2, Arsenal nil, Manchester United 5, Leeds United 1, Leicester City 1, Wolves 0, Chelsea 3, Palace 0, Watford 3, Aston Villa 2, Everton 3, Southampton 1. I forgot to speak about it, but Burnley versus Brighton. Brighton 2, Burnley 1. Now Burnley. Set pieces they look a problem but they weren't able to hold on to their lead in it you know Brighton were able to turn it around and walk away with it you know Mupe who was a bit of a criminal a villain in the first half able to make amends super subs and all of those sort of things for, um, for Brighton and Graham Potter's men making the difference obviously Tarkovsky's goal stood you know I don't think that's a foul anyway um, if I can remember correctly, it should have stood. I think there was another goal that was disallowed, however, or it could have been. Um, but yeah, as, as Arsenal fans, I hope you're looking at Burnley from set pieces and I hope you're taking what you can from Brighton because these are games that are coming up shortly after the international break, not before too long. You know who's got a couple other fixtures, but you get the point. But yeah, as I was saying, Burnley 1, Brighton 2, Liverpool 3, Norwich 0, Newcastle 2, West Ham 4, Spurs 1. Manchester City and nil So in relation to the games To come at the weekend We'll discuss them In a piece people Well I say a piece I mean Friday So it, it is what it is in that regards From a transfer point of view There doesn't seem to be Much to talk about Apart from the say, The fact of You know The, the latest rumours Cristiano Ronaldo To PSG If Mbappe leaves Or they're saying Back to Real Madrid Allegedly Antonio Conte Wants him people But certain people Are saying it's impossible For Real Madrid To return for him People are saying It's impossible for PSG who knows, man? Hopefully, there is one big move left, people. Some reports also say you know, um, PSG plan to sign Ronaldo and Paul Pogba free transfers in 2022 when both players end their contracts with their respective clubs. Um, which obviously that's going to be a lot of money, and I I think Pogba's going to stay at United. I actually thought he's going to leave at a point. I think he's going to sign a new deal, rendering that one a myth. Um, I'm going to speak about it In a live stream You know Big up my 11.30 Arsenal gang Make sure you're keeping A mental note of that Allegedly Arsenal's Premier League opener Against Brentford Was hours away From being cancelled People um, Due to Covid And everyone forcing To take tests And whatnot. not um, Which will have Like I said I'll speak about that In the live stream later um, But yeah One love to everyone Who's been part of the, 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 the podcast gang Run One love to the podcast crew Please make sure You're following on Spotify Slash Apple So you're up to date As I say tuesdays and fridays that's your dg podcast day one love to the youtube gang make sure you're commenting you're liking you're subscribing and all of those sort of things make sure you're subscribed on twitch or you're following on twitch deluded guna uh, you've got to give me a follow on the socials make sure you're following instagram let's get that to 10k most importantly people with it being tuesdays to start to the week more or less um please make sure you accomplish your weekly goals and targets and aspirations and the rest of it obviously i'm wishing you all good health and yeah man hopefully on friday we can all look back with a week of enjoyment fulfillment abundance and you know we're making up uh, we're setting goals and Hopefully, Arsenal, we can be a bit more positive about my club. But in relation to this podcast, we've primarily focused on the Premier League. It's been a fantastic 30-odd minutes. One love to you lot. God bless you all. People, DG, I'm out.